0: Written by Ronald Keith Messer. This podcast is taken from a series of books written under the banner, In Defense of Christianity. Podcast 8, Argument for the Existence of God, Episode 23, is entitled, Judged by
1: Works. The question is, what role do works have in the great plan of salvation? The purpose of this podcast is to explain the purpose of works. First of all, what are works? Works are obedience or disobedience to the commandments of God. All good works fall under the two great commandments love the Lord with all your heart and love your neighbor as yourself. Good works are an illustration of that love for God and man. Evil works are an illustration of hate for God and man. In a nutshell, One could assert that works are the conditions placed upon the law of mercy by the law of justice. In fact, it could be said that one of the primary purposes of the Holy Scriptures is to define the conditions placed on the law of mercy by the law of justice, thus making it our choice whether we obey the commandments of God or not. The very existence of the Holy Scriptures is a testimony of the vast effects of the atonement of Christ. Without Christ, there would be no conditions. Without the law of mercy or the atonement of Christ, the scriptures would simply say, go to hell. Go directly to hell. Do not pass gold. Do not collect $200. We must ask the obvious question. If we are saved by grace, what do the scriptures mean when they say that we are judged by our works? Let's read Revelation 20, 12-15.
0: And I saw the dead, small and great, were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death, and whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire.
1: Every law of Christ holds our agency sacred. Nothing signifies this more than the fact that we are saved by grace, but judged according to our works. So we will all be resurrected and judged for our works. That is the gift of grace. That means that everything we do on earth matters. We know that works can't save us, but good works can reward us and evil works can condemn us. If we take the extraordinary scripture above by John literally, proposition by proposition, assertion by assertion, we get a clearer understanding of justice and mercy, heaven and hell.
0: Proposition 1, And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God.
1: Everyone will stand before Christ to be judged. No low position makes one invisible. No high position makes one exempt. All are equal before Christ.
0: Proposition 2.
1: And the books were opened. This refers to the Holy Scriptures written by apostles and prophets. It is from those books which contain the laws or commandments of God that we will all be judged. They are the conditions placed on the law of mercy. Conditions give us agency and free will. In effect, only the commandments of God give us agency and free will.
0: Proposition 3. And another book was opened, which is the book of life.
1: We have the holy scriptures on earth written by the true prophets of God. The book of life, however, is kept by the angels in heaven and contains the names of those who are not sons of perdition and therefore qualify for the grace of Christ based on the conditions made possible by the atonement.
0: Proposition 4. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books.
1: John is speaking of the commandments of God, or the conditions placed upon the law of mercy. The law of justice is unconditional. The law of mercy is conditional because Christ satisfied the demands of the law of justice. We are accountable for that which is written. A primary source of truth is the Holy Scriptures. Every deed we do is recorded by the angels in heaven in the Book of Life.
0: Proposition 5 According to their works,
1: our works are measured by the commandments of God, whether they are good or evil. In other words, society may determine what is legal and what is illegal. However, Society, regardless of the rhetoric, cannot determine what is good or what is bad. Society in our legal system may tell courts how to judge, but society cannot tell God how to judge. What the Scriptures condemn will be considered evil. What the Scriptures condone will be considered good. The entire purpose of the Holy Scriptures is to provide standards of judgment, to teach us the conditions placed on the law of mercy and to teach us the difference between good and evil, right and wrong, moral or immoral. It ties in, of course, with the fall. The ultimate tree of life was not the tree in the Garden of Eden. The ultimate tree of life is our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. The Holy Scriptures were given to us that we may learn how to distinguish between good and evil without having to experience evil. Agency depends upon. it. Proposition
0: 6. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it.
1: All those who died at sea are resurrected and judged.
0: Proposition 7. And death delivered up the dead which were in them.
1: All those who died on land, etc., are resurrected and judged. The idea is that no one is lost to God.
0: Proposition 8. And hell delivered up the dead which were in them.
1: If we comprehend what the above means, This must be one of the most comforting scriptures in the Bible. Only the sons of perdition remain in hell forever because they chose to. The sons of perdition are those who saw God and openly defied him, such as Satan and his angels. Those who are not sons of perdition, but who refuse to accept Christ when they learn of him and refuse to repent of their sins will have to pay for their sins in hell before they are resurrected and judged for all their works, good or evil. When Adam fell, we suffered both a temporal death and a spiritual death. The resurrection overcomes temporal death. The atonement overcomes spiritual death. All those who suffer in hell are those who willfully violated the commandments and did not repent of their sins, and therefore must satisfy the law of justice for themselves. After they have satisfied the law of justice, however, they are released from hell by Christ who holds the key.
0: Proposition 9. They are the ones who come forth in the second resurrection.
1: Their works will be measured by the conditions found in the Holy Scriptures. All the dead, those who died at sea, those who died on land, and those who suffered for their sins in hell, are judged according to their works. Hell punishes people for their evil works. That is how the law of justice is satisfied. At the judgment bar, we must account for everything. There will be no surprises on the day of judgment because we will have a perfect knowledge of all our works. The primary lesson here is that our works really matter. If we wonder about the efficacy of our works, we merely must ask if they satisfy the two great commandments. Love the Lord and love thy neighbor. Or do they violate the two great commandments? Love the Lord and love thy neighbor.
0: Proposition 10 and death was cast into the lake of fire.
1: Physical death is no more, because all the posterity of Adam and Eve will be resurrected. The resurrection is one of the unconditional blessings of grace. Everyone will be resurrected. Only the posterity of Adam and Eve have bodies to be resurrected. Another unconditional blessing of grace is that all little children are saved.
0: Proposition 11 and hell was cast into the lake of fire.
1: There are two categories of hell. Christ holds the keys to the hell referred to above, meaning that once one has paid for his sins, Christ will let him out of prison to be resurrected and judged. This hell is not permanent. It lasts only until the end of the second resurrection, which comes at the end of time, when everyone is resurrected and judged.
0: Proposition 12. This is the second death.
1: The first hell refers to the hell before the resurrection and judgment. The second hell refers to the eternal hell after the resurrection and judgment. The first hell is bad enough, but at least there is a release. Those who go to the first hell are those who refuse to call upon the grace of Christ when they could. They will not be released from hell until after they have paid the uttermost farthing. It was one of the conditions of the law of justice. However, except for the sons of perdition, once released from hell, they will be rewarded for their works and will therefore receive a kingdom of glory compatible with their good works. Salvation depends upon grace, the degrees of exaltation depend upon works. The lake of fire is the second death. That is usually what people think of when they think of hell. In other words, It is a second spiritual death, meaning that those who go to the lake of fire will never see God again, will never have a kingdom of glory, and will be in eternal torment. There are no keys to the lake of fire. That is reserved for the sons of perdition. That is to say, it is reserved for Satan and the angels who fell with him from heaven and those few with physical bodies who haven't seen Christ yet deny him. Only a rare few of the descendants of Adam and Eve will become sons of perdition. The vast majority of those who come to earth and gain a physical body will inherit some kind of glory. First, however, those who come forth in the second resurrection must suffer for their sins in hell until they have paid the uttermost farthing. A farthing is a quarter of a penny, which suggests that they will have to pay for every sin they committed before being let out of hell. It would violate the law of mercy if people had to pay for sins they didn't commit. It violates the law of justice to allow people out of prison before they have paid for their own sins. Those who call upon Christ and repent do not have to suffer for their sins in hell. They are covered by the atonement. Those who suffer in hell did not allow Christ to pay for their sins. That is why they must pay for them themselves.
0: Proposition 13. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire.
1: Everyone whose name is written in the book of life will be saved through grace, even those who are released from hell. However, anyone whose name is not written in the book of life is cast into the eternal lake of fire. They are the only ones who suffer the second death. They will be known as the sons of perdition. The lake of fire is where the devil and his angels go at the end of the world and where the other sons of perdition go who committed the unpardonable sin the lake of fire exists forever in opposition to heaven